0: From Braided Media, this is 54 Lights.
1: Good morning good day, or good evening, and welcome to 54 Lights. This show is designed to elevate creative black voices through authentically told stories of Africans, African descendants, or allies of the community. Our work is done in service of rewriting the African narrative and reclaiming the brand that represents people of color. My name is Kondwani Mwase, Ethiopian born, Canadian raised, and proudly Malawian. I live and work in the world of business, but find inspiration, energy, and purpose in creative spaces. This show is my passionate pursuit to better understand what shapes and defines culture. It is the manifestation of my curiosity. Now we are at the end of our light show focused on writers. One that's been shedding light on those who are shaping and reshaping our world through the page. If you haven't already, I'd urge you to take a listen to the past few episodes littered with some amazing people who managed to capture emotion, feeling, and context in their words. We've interviewed screenwriters, journalists, and authors. Most notably among them is an episode featuring Hanif Abdurraqib, best-selling author of Go Ahead in the Rain, and most recently, a powerful work on black performance called A Little Devil in America. If you haven't heard of Hanif, If you haven't read his work, I'd urge you to both listen to that show and to pick up his book. But let's turn our attention to today's show and my next guest. Now truth be told, this gentleman may not be a bestseller, but in his own unique and beautiful way is no less inspiring. He's published one work, The Art of Feeling, that's a collection of intensely private poems. His work is a window into his soul and into his state of mind. But upon reading one, then two, then three of his poems, I realized that it was a window into mine as well. Now, truth be told, poetry is a tough art form. It doesn't always land. But somehow, Marco's work truly landed with me. And I hope we'll do the same for you if for no other reason than having a full appreciation of how and why he's gotten to where he's gotten to. It's time. Let's lean in and listen up to the next episode. What follows is wide open.
0: Born and raised in Toronto, always been into writing my whole life since I was eight. Um, that's all I actually know to be honest is writing. Um, I don't know any other way to express myself, so that's been my my thing. And um, and yeah, I've always been in the arts. I've gone to school. I took drama all the time. I took writing courses. Um, and yeah, currently, um, in the in the daytime, I'm a brand manager for a private cosmetic distributor. And at night, I just run my business. I'm writing all the time. I'm pumping out content. I'm reaching out to people who, um, you know, like to share their stories as well too, mm-hmm. and uh, what they're going through. And I'm there to listen and help them out. And that is my business: is self care and wellness. But yeah, that, that's that's me wrapped up in a nutshell, I guess. There's so much that I want to dive into from that, Marco. But let me
1: let me just get full clarification. Give me your full name, and let's start there. And I got a couple of personal questions for you. So go ahead.
0: Uh, yeah, for sure. So my full name is Marco Noah da Costa.
1: And before I jump into, into that, when you described at the, at the beginning, when you said that, you know, the, your bio that you would give your grandmother uh, to whomever, you said you've been writing since eight. Yeah. So, mm. like, how did you get into that form of expression?
0: It's actually, so I grew up very, um, like an introvert. Um, even though I have a loud personality now, um, I was bullied a lot as a kid. Um so I guess I really just stayed inside and just kind of like wrote my feelings onto paper of how I felt. And I have I've always had this huge imagination. So I would sit down, I'd write stories and just like they would really go nowhere, but it was like it just made me feel like I was still part of the world, you know, even though I locked myself up all the time because I just didn't really have a lot of friends. So so,
1: so it became like your way of coping, a way of a way mm-hmm. way of getting your emotions out on on the page. Is that is that fair to say?
0: Yeah, no, definitely. I had a hard time, um, kind of opening up to my parents, and okay. didn't really have anyone to open up to other than my grandmother. Right. So she was actually one I used to say, write, you know, always write how you feel, get it down on paper. Um, if you can't express it by um, verbally, verbally, yeah, write it down. Yeah.
1: So it's been part of your life since you were eight years old in terms yep. of expressing yourself. Um, The way I understand or the way I've been um, introduced to Marco da Costa has been, and I'm pronouncing it correctly, right? Yeah, you got it. Okay, cool. Um, The way that I've been introduced to Marco da Costa has really been through the lens of poetry.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: When did you start to write
0: poems? Another funny story. So poetry is not what I started when I was young. Mm-hmm. Um three years ago, I was going through a really trough, sorry, trough, <laughs> a rough time with my partner. I was facing, I have to be careful what I'm saying. I was facing, well, you know what? It's in the books, it's out there. Um, I was facing a lot of infidelity issues at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, my relationship was broken. And, you know, I did confide in his mother at the time. And, you know, instead of walking away from the relationship, she advised that, you know what? Write poetry. Sit down. Just say, like "My grandmother, write how you feel." Um, people will be able to relate to poetry. So I said, "Okay." I wrote. I wrote my first poem, which is um, it's I think it's the second poem in the book if I'm right. Um, honey, and that's what kind of started the art of feeling. So I wrote this poem and I presented it to his mom. I felt so embarrassed to be honest, but I gave it to her and she was just like, "Hey, this is awesome. This is really good." And I kind of doubted myself. I was like, I don't know how I really feel about this. She's like, write more. So I kept writing, and I just, you know, I went from anger to to healing. To, to you know, um, then the other stories came out about family, and yeah, I just had all this huge, this huge project on my hand. I was like, you know what? There's a lot of people probably feeling what I'm feeling right now. So how can yeah. I put this into a book? And and, and um be a voice for people waiting to be heard. And that's what started, like I said, the art of feeling. Um, and, and, and it's from all aspects. It's not just about me being hurt or me going through infidelity. What have I done? Where, what, what, is my, what, you know, what are my wrongs? And, mm-hmm. and it's scary because I, I'm not a person like that. So I was really afraid to be transparent with the world, to be honest.
1: Yeah. There's, there's something really interesting about poetry as a type of um, art that really is about vulnerability when yeah, did it become think, real
0: yeah i think two reasons why um my partner's mother god bless her soul she's a very pushy woman so she was like we're getting this out here uh we're, okay. we're, you know, we're putting this into a book and it's i don't care what you say i'll harass you every day it's getting out there so you know oh, so
1: she kept on that she kept on that track
0: yeah 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 if you want wow. yeah she's she's um she's an amazing woman so she really pushed for that project and. Um, But I think I think honestly, it's always been there. I just was never confident in myself to say that, you know what, I'm ready to release something. I think it really took this situation that I was in to kind of really push me to do so. And you know what? It's so, so bittersweet. I'm kind of happy in a way that it happened because it really allowed me to chase my dreams in a way. So.
1: Yeah, so that's a perfect segue then. Mm -hmm. Um, What do you want to do with this writing thing marco like where is this where is this going for you
0: yeah um i def i know i definitely want to write in life um i like to write movie scripts uh so screenplays and i love poetry now so yeah i definitely want to continue with that i am working on a second book right now um so i'm hoping to release that this summer or this fall but yeah, I'm at a totally different place in my life than I was when I wrote uh, The Art of Feeling. So I finally mm-hmm. I feel like I found myself again. So I think I'm ready to release another book. But I think my 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 core, my core purpose actually, and I prayed about it to God because I was like, what is my purpose? Yeah, okay, I could write, but what is my purpose? And I feel like it's to help people. It's mm-hmm. to help people um find a way to open up and, um, be honest with yourself and, um, you know, heal through poetry Mm -hmm. and through my writing. So
1: what's the headspace that you have to get in, in order to write, um, Mm -hmm. let's say that that second book, um, You kind of gave me a little bit of a sense of where you were in the, like yeah. in the first book, because that's reflective. It was a, like sort of maybe a, a little bit of a window into your relationship, if you will, mm-hmm. um, both mm-hmm. from, from different sides. But, you know, as you move to the second book and as you look at all your other pieces that you've written and that you're writing for public. Yeah, yeah.
0: It's funny because I have to be in all different kinds of spaces. So it depends on what I'm feeling in that day, I'll sit down and write how I'm feeling. If I'm upset about something, bet you you're getting angry poems. <laughs> if I'm <laughs> happy about something, um, you know, but um, I think with the art of feeling, it was kind of like, I feel like it was all over the, the place, not in, not in a negative sense, but more in a sense of, I just had all these emotions I was feeling. And that's the art of feeling, right? You're, you're going through a roller coaster of emotions. Um, my second book, this is actually the first time I'm going to share the title that I'm working on, but um, it's called Clear. And it focuses on now, you know, I've dealt with the emotions that I'm going through. And now I'm clear. I'm kind of letting go and I'm releasing all of that, um, any kind of negative uh, energy that I was feeling. And I'm focusing on just kind of taking myself to the next level in a positive light, right? So less about infidelity, infidelity less about, um, you know, family drama more about self reflection self love growth with your partner and yeah
1: one of the things that i find interesting i was going to ask you a little bit late <clears throat> later but um i feel like it's got i got to ask it now who yeah, sure. who, do you, who do you think you write for today right i think definitely obviously in the art of feeling it feels like that was a part like that was part of you Doing doing a, a journey of healing for yourself. Who are you writing for now?
0: So, initially, well, actually, I'm still writing for the same people. I feel like for everybody, anyone who's going through anything, it's an open door. But I don't want to say it's for a certain group. But I do have to be honest with myself in the sense of if you read my poetry, you could tell what kind of person I am, or. Um, I, as long as I'm honest to myself, I guess is what I'm trying to say is what matters. And um, I'm, I, I can't be this like, I don't want to give people the, the idea or the the vision of um, that. I'm this like huge author sitting in a room with glasses and, 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 and a you know, a, a $10,000 jacket. But um, yeah, I'm just I'm just an, I'm just a regular guy and I come from a hard life growing up and I want people to be able to relate and say, hey, you know what? I understand this guy, this is who I am. And this, and this is real. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. 100%. Um, Mark. I gotta, I gotta share something with you sure. um, that I wasn't necessarily going to until I, I was going to do it for the intro, but, but I have to share this with you. So I, I got your book off of Amazon a couple of weeks ago Thank and so um, yeah, for sure. For sure. And, and one of the things that kind of struck me is I opened your book. It's really early in the pages. I was just sort of flipping through and saying, Oh, this is poetry. Let me check it out. And so I, I want to read something to you and it's, I don't know what page it is, but it's early pages and it's, um, it's, it's a, it's a piece called uh, titled sorrow. Mm-hmm. So sorrow is the unwanted house guest that sometimes overstays its welcome. No matter how many times we tell ourselves that one day we'll find the courage to tell sorrow never to return. We somehow always leave the door wide open with the welcome mat laid out, but there comes a point when we must respect our home. And change the locks for good. So the reason I'm reading that to you is I got this book months after um uh, m- months after my uh, my sister and my father passed away. Mm. And sort of. yeah, and and my family and I've been grappling with with sort of like dealing with loss, right? Uh, And and I just, I turned to that page and I read it and I was like, holy crap, I got to speak to Marco. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And I must say that your poems, um, it really is the art of feeling. It really is inviting people in and it touches people in an emotional way, no matter where they are in their life. I think people can associate to this love, loss, anger, all of those different emotions, as you said, the roller coaster. So that's why I kind of asked you the question about, who do you write for? Mm -hmm. Um, but I must, I must commend you on your ability to tap into something quite raw and quite genuine. So, um, uh, that was a really long way of saying, I read this part of your book when I needed it Mm -hmm. and where I needed it. So it was really, really helpful. And I thank you for that. Um, I appreciate
0: you for your kind words. Thank you so much. Yeah.
1: I had I must say, um, but as you were as you were talking about, you're not a you know a seasoned author. You're quite you're quite a young man, right? And it feels sometimes I'm like, wow, how can he be writing about such deep things, such visceral things, such emotional things at such a level? So I guess the question is, where do you go to get better? And are are you in this for the long run in terms of being an author?
0: Are, is this the path that you want to be in? Yeah, it's it's uh I think I write the way I do because it's my story. It's honest. It's it's I've been through these things and I've I've you know I've I've experienced love and I've lost love and I've lost people and at a time I've lost myself. So when I found myself again, so I feel like that's why I'm able to write the poems. I'm able to write. Um, am I in this for the long run? Right now, I'm gonna say yes, I want to. <laughs> you never know what tomorrow's gonna bring, right? For sure. But
1: you you're never... an artist. Yes. The Art of Feeling cover
0: mm-hmm. is
1: quite artistic and it is quite um, striking. How did the cover come to life?
0: Yeah, it was definitely an idea. Um, I felt like I started off with the idea I'm like, I don't even know what to do for a cover. I had this whole project done, I was panicking. So I'm like, I don't even know. Do I put words and that's it? Um, but I feel like how I came up with the um, cover is that I thought about emotions and feelings growing. And I thought about flowers at first. And I was like, well, I can't just have a flower. So I thought about putting a guy on the cover and putting flowers all over him because he's growing and those are the emotions growing. So he's kind of hiding behind those emotions. And as he becomes honest with himself and truth with the world, those flowers are, are blooming. So that was my idea. And I kind of had to pitch it. I found this. Um, this uh artist online on my Instagram I've been following him for a while he's from California he's amazing um so I reached out to him and was like hey I got this idea I'm really nobody but are you da- are you down to work on this project with me and he was like yeah no this is dope so he uh, illustrated everything in regards yeah. to the um the cover but yeah we kind of worked you,
1: together you mm-hmm. you gave him the inspiration and it came yeah. together. Right. Very very cool. So when when you're uh, when you're in that collaborative space and you know this is a very personal book, how easy is it for you to 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 give that over to somebody and say,
0: Oh, <laughs> Ooh, I'm a Leo. It's very hard.
1: <laughs> it very hard. I'm a Leo too, by the way. I'm a Leo oh, nice. too. So so yeah, that's a, okay. Okay. So this is I was just about to say because this is a book. It's your book, and now you're handing it over. But you but you managed." obviously
0: i tried to draw the cover at first and i was like this this is crazy this is looking crazy so i was like let me go actually ask for help you don't want to kill the leo to ask for help so i was like let me go ask for help so yeah (laughs) i love that um i gotta
1: i gotta ask you again uh, another another one of those questions about giving your your art to other people Mm -hmm. right and this is in a different way Mm -hmm. um how do you feel about people misinterpreting your art? Let's say mm-hmm. uh, in a poetry perspective, and the, the reason why I ask that is that your um, your writing uh, style, mm-hmm. obviously with poetry, it, it lends itself to different interpretation. Right. So when you write something like this, um, that's very emotional. It's very personal, and you hand it off, being the Leo that you that <laughs> you are what what is your expectations of people like what if somebody starts and says oh this was must have been about xyz and they go down the road and you're like no that's what like how do you react to that to giving up your creation
0: in a sense yeah sometimes so the goal when i'm writing is kind of like here is my story um i hope you understand what i'm trying to say but you're right people do read it and may and interpret it differently but that's the beauty of storytelling right The beauty is that I've created the story and you're now stepping into this world and it's like, where do you see yourself in this? Um, So do I feel a way when people um, interpret things differently? Not really. Um, It just excites me that they even stepped into that world and were able to challenge themselves in that poem and um, ask themselves questions about themselves and then become Mm -hmm. transparent. So um, yeah, no, I don't get mad at all. I don't get upset or I'm excited. I'm, I'm excited that they even take the time to read it. So
1: yeah. Oh, that's good. That's a great outlook to have Mm -hmm. because you need that, especially in the world of of poetry where people might be misinterpreting your stuff all the time. But uh, but uh, but I love I love the outlook. What's the one thing you want people to
0: remember about Marco da Costa? For sure that I'm human and I am a mess just like everybody else. So and we have to we have to remember that every day we are human and it is okay to fall or to uh, make mistakes. Um, As long as you are able to look at those mistakes and learn from them and pick yourself back up and on the way help others, because that is how we grow, right? So that's what I hope people would take away from this interview.
1: So there you have it. The conversation continues. Part of our show was recorded and produced at Culture Light Studios, the soundstage and auditory office of 54 Lights. Music for this episode was composed, played, and enjoyed with permission by our friends at Multiformats. Special thanks to Marco for sharing his remarkable story. Marco, I haven't known you for a long time at all, but I've grown to profoundly respect you. Thank you for what you've given to the world and thank you for your courage in doing it. I'd also like to thank you, the listener, for joining us and lending us your ears for this important conversation. Now remember, if you like what you've heard today, there is most certainly more. Our upcoming roster of shows will include conversations with change agents, entrepreneurs and other inspiring people from the continent and beyond its borders as well. As I mentioned earlier, today's show signals the close of a chapter on authors, and the next one will be pried open and talk about food. Get your ears perked and your forks out. It is going to be a really interesting, fun, and tasty ride, pardon all the puns. And remember, if this is your first foray into our light show, please subscribe, rate, and enjoy all of our episodes be they past, present, or those yet to come. You can find us wherever you do your listening. That's iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and many, many more. And of course, if you enjoy some social sprinkled in with your experience, please follow us on Instagram under our handle, crowd54. Listen, like, share. This is your privileged host, Kandwani Mwase. Until we meet again, thanks for listening.